This recording has been produced by Christchurch, Jerusalem. For more information, visit us at cmj-israel.org. A few short words, thoughts uh, on our four readings that we've had for tonight. The first from Genesis puts our thoughts directed towards creation, where God begins his incredible work of, of making the world, making the heavens and the earth. We discover that in that first chapter, he puts things in couplings. Things are made uh, in pairs. He makes heaven and earth. He makes light and darkness. He makes good and evil, male and female. And each of these cannot be understood without the other one. It's very hard to understand what light really is if there is no darkness. It's very hard to understand what is true good if we have not yet encountered what is evil. And it's very hard for us to understand what it is to be a man until we have encountered a woman. And as we contemplate this light that God speaks, in the beginning God spoke, let there be light. And that special light that God made was unlike any other light. He had not yet made the sun. He had not made the moon. There were no other fires, lights, and yet we had light. And when all other lights would go out, not this one, not this one. And then in our reading from Genesis 22, a very familiar story, a father and a son this is the first time in the Bible where we encounter the word love. Ahava in Hebrew first appears at the Akedah, the binding of Isaac, where God says, Abraham, take your son whom you love. And so we discover that there's a connection, that love is in connection to sacrifice. Love involves a sacrifice. Love is more about giving than getting. And in this case, it was a sacrifice of a special son. And uh, hopefully, you'll see on your screens now a little statue that we have here at church, which uh, gives a great, a great picture of the willingness of a father and the willingness of a son and the intervention right uh, at that pivotal moment of the angel. And uh, that, that image is incredibly strong. Father, son, love, sacrifice. Now, third reading, which took us into the Exodus, an incredible, powerful moment of a split sea of redemption, and yet coupled with death, 
and destruction. All at the same time, Israel had been in captivity, they'd been in bondage, they'd been in slavery, in darkness for a very long time. And yet, now there is redemption. While they didn't even know God, they were saved. Where was God all this time while they had been in Egypt? Was he far away? Where was he in the darkness and at night with the taskmasters? Well, we discover that God calls Moses to visit Pharaoh. He says, Bo leparo, come to Pharaoh. He doesn't say, go to Pharaoh. He says, come to Pharaoh. Where's God? He's with Pharaoh. He's with his people. And he's with us right now. He's with the sick. He's with the dying. He's with those who are lonely. He's those with who are bereaved. And he's with the doctors. And he's with the nurses. Who came out of Egypt? Israel, yes. But also God. Both as a guide and as a shield and a defender. And then in our fourth reading, ponder another mystery through the prophet. Salvation, so often paired in the Psalms and praises of Israel with light. Psalm 27, Lord, you are my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The prophets declare that this wonderful salvation, this beautiful gift, this wonderful truth, was free. You couldn't buy it. You couldn't sell it. It's not something to be traded. And it was also universal. We again see in the Psalms, Hallelujah, Adonai, Kologoyim, praise the Lord, all you Gentiles. Salvation was freely offered, not just to Israel, but also to the world. The cost is the same. The sacrifice was going to be from God's end. We have a a hope of a new life about to come. Resurrection Sunday. Soon we would take away the black cloth. We would see again white, a cross, wine, bread. We would gather around this table. But if we want to understand life, then we also need to understand death. And those two are somehow paired together. Yes, we want to join Jesus in life. I do. You do. We all do. But to join him in life, we need to join him in death. The death that he dies. Now, how do we do this? It's a mystery. It's an incredible mystery. We all know that he doesn't remain dead. Absolutely not. We know Jesus is life. 
But to get the resurrection, we have to have Good Friday. And so in our liturgical calendar, in the Christian life, in the, in the, in the Christian year, we will always have this day to ponder the incredible mystery of the death of the Messiah, to sit quietly for a brief moment and contemplate when there is no other time to, to be quiet and contemplate from this busy life. We do have hope, yes, but we still need that day that is concerned with death and darkness, love and sacrifice, and each one of these things is intertwined in some incredible mystery. The prophets foretold it. The prophets foretold the hope of the resurrection and the great expectation that death was never going to be the final thing. So how do you sum up these connections? How do you put together the great mystery that there is in the resurrection, in the death and resurrection of the Messiah, and how we become involved in that process? Well, the Apostle Paul, as part of his epistle to the Romans, has done it the best. And so I'll let him preach. Romans 6. Or don't you know that all of us who were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? We were therefore buried with him through baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, we too may live a new life. If we have been united with him like this in his death, we will certainly also be united with him in his resurrection. For we know that our old self was crucified with him so that the body of sin might be done away with and that we should no longer be slaves to sin because anyone who has died has been set free from sin. Now if we died with Christ, we believe that we will also live with him for we know that since Christ was raised from the dead, he cannot die again. Death no longer has mastery over him. The death he died, he died to sin once for all. But the life he lives, he lives to God. In the same way, count yourselves dead to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus. And brothers and sisters, that is good news. It has become a tradition of the church now at this opportunity uh, to renew our baptismal vows. And so I invite you all, wherever you are, to stand and in the presence of the King, by the power of his Spirit, remember your baptism the new life that we have in the risen Messiah as we once again declare our baptismal vows. Do you reaffirm your renunciation of evil and renew your commitment to Jesus the Messiah? I do. Do you believe in God the Father? I believe in God the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. 
Do you believe in Jesus the Messiah, the Son of God? I believe in Jesus the Messiah, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead, and on the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. Do you believe in God, the Holy Spirit? I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. And will you continue in the apostles' teaching and the fellowship, in the breaking of bread and in the prayers? I will, with God's help. Will you persevere in resisting evil? And whenever you fall into sin, repent and return to the Lord. I will, with God's help. Will you proclaim by word and example the good news of God in Messiah? I will, with God's help. Will you seek and serve Messiah in all persons, loving your neighbor as yourself? I will, with God's help. Will you strive for justice and peace among all people and respect the dignity of every human being? I will, with God's help. May Almighty God, the Father of our Lord Jesus the Messiah, who has given us a new birth by water and the Holy Spirit and bestowed upon us the forgiveness of sins, keep us in eternal life by his grace. In Messiah Jesus our Lord. Amen. Thank you for listening. If you've been blessed by this teaching, let us know by leaving a comment on our Facebook page, on SoundCloud, or by leaving a review in Apple Podcasts. You can offer practical support by giving a donation at ChristChurchJerusalem.org. Thank you, and blessings from the City of the King.